But check all that, dude. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the podcast. Finally, we are doing it, man. I'm honored that you're having me, bro. To be honest yeah, with bro. you, I appreciate yeah. you, man. Yeah, I'm so glad. So, anyways, uh, Anthony, welcome to the Chat with Langston podcast. Uh, we're finally over here. We're finally doing this. Uh, I- I've been wanting to have this conversation with you for a long time. But yeah, man, I'm after all that troubleshooting bullshit. <laughs> Dude, you're a legend. Thank God for you, bro. This couldn't happen without your all your hard work. I, yeah, I felt man. like I was, I honestly felt like I was on the phone with like a troubleshooting guy. That's yeah. what I felt yeah. like, dude. So, Seriously. so, so, guys, if you guys have no idea what you're talking about right now, we were trying to like, I was sending him a Zoom link to you know do the podcast. Um, for some reason, if you open it on Messenger, it does not, and you click the Zoom link, it's not opening up the app directly. I don't know why. And it's an iPhone, so it's like it's some it's really weird. I I don't get why that's happening, but regardless, we we punch through that shit. You know, might send a bad review to freaking Facebook or Meta <laughs> or whatever the hell they call themselves. <laughs> yeah, I'm not usually a review guy, but I might have to make an exception. No, I'm yeah, just yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> oh not man, style, but, but yeah, dude, yeah. What's been up with you, man? What's been up with you? Same old shizzle, dude. Just uh, working a lot and doing the comedy thing on the side. Oh yeah, it's not so, easy. Uh, I don't know. Why don't you, uh, you know, give a short introduction to the audience and you know tell us about yourself a little bit. You, you don't have to make it super formal, but what are you saying? Well, I appreciate that, man. I, uh, I mean, I'm a pretty simple guy. Like you know me, uh, obviously from the barber shop. I don't know if people know that. Um, so you've seen my ridiculous antics before. This is nothing. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's why my man. That's why my man always looks so clean for these. Podcasts. Yeah, guys. So if you guys don't know, Anthony's my barber. Um, can you can see that's how I look so hot. <laughs> that shit's not by accident, dude. That's yeah, not man. an accident. Right yeah, man. <laughs> I, I I gotta put my profile on Bumble or something right now. I don't know. I'm thinking I gotta do that shit. <laughs> I mean, you gotta take some selfies or something, bro. Yeah, dude. Should... I gotta take some pictures. When you leave the shop, you're you look like you're ready to get some tail. Let's be honest, my man yeah. looks like you're tail hunting, bro. You're a tail gunner. As soon as Dude, you leave, you know what? <laughs> Next time I freaking take a haircut, I'm just gonna be like, "Yo, listen, man, you gotta take some photos of me so that I don't forget to do it." <laughs> Yeah, dude, uh, when you get a haircut, though, and it looks good, it makes you feel confident, dude, for real. You know what I mean? Dude, you know, that is such an underrated thing. I feel like haircuts is something where, like, literally after having a haircut, I am, I feel like, I I do feel a lot more confident when it just comes to, I don't know, I think I just look at the world differently for some reason. I'm not, like, in a bad way, not, like, I don't look at everyone else, but I just think, like, I feel good about myself. I'm like, wow, I got a clean cut. Hell yeah. It's all gone. All that shit is gone. I'm like, damn. And it's like, like, like wow, dude, I can take on anything I want after that. I can Yeah, it's a, it's a good feeling. We live in such like a shallow society. I feel yeah. like every person you meet these days like studies every inch of your face like upon meeting you. So yeah. you just feel more confident like running into folks. In this, I know, like, man. I know. And you know? it just feels, it seems freaking awesome. Dude, for some, I don't know why, but I feel like a lot of, pe- a lot of people lately are going bald. I don't know why is that a thing, <laughs> but uh, is it like a trend or is it not a trend? Uh, maybe some people just, you know, a lot of people have hair issues just like myself. Um, and but, me too, bro. Look at my forehead's growing every day, homie. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. Yeah. Shit. I, mean, not, like, I, I, I mean, I I mean, get it. It's like low man- maintenance and stuff, but I feel like whatever hair you have, you got to keep it. But I also think get, being bald is like a different kind of look. I feel like a lot of bald people are very intimidating. You got to think, I think bald people need to look at the bright side, dude. If you're completely bald, you're more aerodynamic. 
you're more hydrodynamic. All of a sudden, you're swimming faster and running faster. Like people gotta yeah. look at the bright side, dude. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> look at the bright side, bro. You don't have to worry about getting haircuts anymore. You don't have to worry about big nose fucking barbers like me. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't gotta even, you don't gotta deal with the waiting process. There's, I think there's some bright sides. To be no involved, more bald No more like, oh god, my hat's gone. I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, and if you wear a hat, it fits like butter. You know what I mean? Like if you have no hair. A hat feels Dude, crispy. Whenever I get a haircut, that's when I wear my like I wear caps or something. Like that's when mm. I wear it because it feels so comfortable, very light. I don't feel like I'm like got it's not itchy. It's it's so awesome, dude. Yeah, maybe barbers aren't supposed to say this kind of shit, but like right after you get a haircut, it's feels so good to put a hat on. Like you yeah. just you know that like that like difference in like girth to the side of your head, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Just makes the hat just feel like butter. You're like, oh yeah. You know what I mean? It covers up <laughs> Covers up our work, but I don't really care. I like a good hat after a haircut. Exactly, so I man. Get it. Exactly. You got you got it. Dude, I was talking about the gym and I just want to tell you, I actually saw a guy in the gym who literally looked exactly like you, man. I'm not gonna lie. I was thinking I was gonna say hi to him, thinking that it was you, and then after like approach, like I'm walking, walking, I'm like, wait a minute. Then then there was some part of his face that did not look like yours. I'm like, holy shit, this guy looked like like you. Cause he looked at me and he didn't recognize me. Else you would yeah. if it was you you would recognize me right i'm like yeah my like, holy shit this, is this like a doppelganger or something i'm like damn well i'm surprised it didn't hit you like oh anthony's a fat bastard he's not at the gym no it's, <laughs> no but he has like, the same body type i mean you know the, like the, the same kind of hairstyle you know like it's like kind of you know uh combed up and stuff and i'm like Fuck, dude, this guy looks like Anthony, dude. Like, damn, this guy looks. And I was like, when I was on the, I was on the treadmill and shit. I was like, damn, I was looking at him from there. I'm like, shit, this guy looks like him. Yes. Doppelgangers do exist, man. I mean, I got one of those faces, bro. A lot of people say that to me. I just maybe it's just like I think all Italian people kind of look the same. (laughs) To be honest with you, nah, 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 nah. nah. (laughs) About Italian people, dude. No, all Italians. They get pissed off easily, I would say. Yes, dude. Is, is that you, a thing? Is that a thing, though? Dude, it's because we're hairy people, dude. I'm telling you. That's what it is deep down. When you're an Italian person, you always seem stressed and like in a rush. That's because you know at some point in the day, you're going to have to rush home and shave something. Like yeah. That's, <laughs> that's literally what it is, dude. That's what it is. I'm telling you. Italian yeah. men are the... Do Italian men are the only men that make their girlfriends late for things. And it's because they're in the bathroom, like shaving their taint. You know what I mean? Like we're just, we're, Hey dude, I'm telling you, most of our problems stem from our extreme hairiness. We're always like razor burned. We're always razor burned and irritated. So, so yeah, man, Anthony's, uh, Anthony's my barber. Uh, I've been cutting my hair for a couple of months now, I think. And uh, he is actually also a stand-up comedian, which is something that I got to know recently. Like but... a very amateur one. I'm working my way up. It's yeah, a, it's man. A process. Actually, what's Sanam Kame? Tell me about that whole space right now. I want to know what it's like actually getting into it. Uh, um, actually, let's start with like how how did you get into that space? Let's just let you can like if you can walk us through that. Sure, bro. My pleasure, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, I um I kind of always was a comedian, dude. I know that sounds crazy, but like just my way of thinking. Like I think being a comic and even like a wannabe, like hopefully someday real comic like me. Mm-hmm. Um I think you you have to have a certain way of thinking. You know what I mean? Like 
I always think of jokes. Their jokes are constantly flying in my head. And that's just the way my brain works. I don't think everybody's brain does that. I think no. you have to be, a, I think you have to be a little bit of a sick fuck. You know what I mean? Like you have yeah. to be a little, you gotta be a little nutty. Um, yeah. And I think just growing up around like crazy Italian people too. I hate to keep bringing up the Italian thing, but that was a big motivation. We're just very rambunctious, like crazy mother effers that yeah. like never like to be serious, you know? So naturally my fam, I think had a lot to do with it. And like I said, it's just a way of thinking. I'm just a nut job. Right. <laughs> wow. Uh, like wh what was it? So like, I mean, I think I can see that in you because you're someone who actually like, um, you're able to actually hold a conversation very easily. And not it, a lot yes. of people can like not a lot of people can do that like you know some people might have like lull moments or whatever or like you know whatever you know these kind of things uh, like yep. i cannot i cannot do that personally like i i um, you know as much as i talk it sometimes it can be very really hard for me to keep up conversation which is why i would never probably make it in the in, in a sound of comedy place because i'm going to be there i'm like fuck what i talk about next so like what i bring up like like thoughts don't come to my like you know how you say thoughts are like moving through your head and you're like thinking about funny shit like literally every time like yeah. that doesn't that cannot happen to me like for me i need to like think about something i cannot do impromptu like that's that doesn't work with me dude. like i cannot i would never i would never succeed in that whether it's in acting or whether it's in a stand up comedy i think and i think you're right like it has to have you you kind of have to have a knack for it and i think a lot of it comes from the background like you said like it coming from your italian background being around italian people just crazy and, people uh, yeah man and uh, i think just being in america maybe i don't know um <laughs> i grew up in america i don't know i feel like the sound of comedy culture here is pretty strong uh but like yeah uh, like I, I've, i've been to one like in new york city i'll tell you about that but let's go uh, oh yeah so continue like how oh you're... yeah you're fine no problem buddy um i uh so I've always kind of like just been a crazy person, I guess. Like I've always okay. thought of jokes. Like, I, like even as a child, I would like think of what would be funny someday if I was a comedian. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I would think of a joke in my head and I would think about like, what if I was on stage saying that? I swear yeah. to God, I've been, I've been thinking that way since I was like a little kid, which I think is weird, but it's just, it's almost like it was meant to be. Like I, I hope like I'm going to work really hard to hopefully yeah. make it a career because it's just... It's just, I don't know. I've always thought of myself as being that someday. And I've always just kind of been the type that enjoys entertaining people. If yeah. to be totally honest with you, I just enjoy making people laugh. There's so much like anger and fucking like nutty arguments that it's nice to see people laughing for a change, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think if you have a knack for it and you have the talent for it, why not? Right. And like, I think, yeah. Yeah. I think especially when there's like a whole crowd and stuff and you add that and you, and you know that like when when you get like a good thought in there and it flows nicely i think and it, especially if it's natural to you yes and they're comfortable in that space i think it's a lot more easier for you to do that uh so what have you been doing so i know actually i know that you've been doing a lot of stuff in like saratoga uh yes tell us about that tell us how did tell us actually how you even got there what was the process like So I just walked in there one day, man, and asked questions to some of the people that like worked there and stuff and uh, found out about the open mic process, which is very, very interesting. I could walk you through some of that if you'd like. That's a trip. Yeah, sure. The Maybe there might be someone over here listening who would want to get into it. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, when you want to become a comic, the way to start is you do open mics. And the open mic set is usually five minutes. 
and everybody everybody and anybody can sign up for it and uh it's just it's very nerve-wracking the first time bro i was like shaking like a leaf dude seriously i was shaking like michael j i was like michael j fox in the crowd that's how i was shaking dude wow (laughs) that was brutal man it really was and everybody likes to joke with you. Everybody's like, oh, hope you don't bomb. Like, F you, man. Thanks, yeah. bro. You know what I mean? Like, are there people, the other people actually, no, but are there people who actually like, do that there? Like, when you're right there? Yeah, a lot of people. And then, you know, anybody can come. So the crowd varies a lot, but anybody can show up. Um, it's just, it is definitely, it's, the funny thing is the butterflies never really go away. Even if, when you've done it like a hundred times, I think you're still nervous before everyone. Because you just, <clears throat> even if you're funny or not, you never know how it's going to go. You might have like some person I mean, who's easily offended in the crowd, you know. Yo, that that can that can get really. That, that's kind of yeah, man. I feel like the whole offending people thing. Like that's why I guess some people have to get very careful with their jokes. Yeah, because the one actually the one in New York City I went to do it like it was. So there was like a a lineup, right? Like for a lot of people who come over there to you know a lot of stand up comedians that are there, they come on stage and talk about something. So this one woman who came in. She was doing really well, and then she started talking about like she basically cracked an abortion joke, dude. And the the crowd was not like <laughs> you, you you can see how that went, right? Like like I I forgot what she said, but something on the lines of abortion. I don't want to fucking say this because I don't want to get canceled. But I'm not. <laughs> I, I, let's just let's just say it was an, she tried to make something on the lines of abortion, right? And that's a very controversial topic right now, and it's it's crazy out there, right? So the crowd was not like nobody left. Everyone was like, oh, whatever. And at that moment, I realized, like, oh, I'm like, okay. <laughs> so the people over here, you can tell that they're, what their stance is on the topic. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, shit, man. And she cracked it. Bro, she cracked it again. Like literally going into it. After some point, you could tell she she's ranting about like kind of like her life or whatever. I don't know, like get married and all all that crap or whatever the shit you know she was she was funny in the beginning but right when she started getting on that you she hit some nerves of some people which probably you know you know that like okay now now your crowd does not give a shit about you at this point or they or they're not going to vibe with you just because they don't agree on the topic that you're joking about and that can be very scary right like that's yeah so you gotta make sure that whatever you're joking on that either doesn't offend them or if it's if it's political dude it can go either way it could either go for you or it could like like you know backfire on you yeah dude yeah. um the only thing one like, time yeah one time i made a will smith joke and you don't really i mean that doesn't that's not really a topic where it's like oh man you could really offend somebody right not like it's really, not like a race yeah, joke yeah. it's not a abortion, think it's so. not race but dude i offended this one woman really bad so i made a will smith joke and everybody was laughing and she was like, that's not funny. And just like, it, when somebody does that, when one person says that, it makes everybody feel uncomfortable. So everybody always stops laughing. I've seen that happen many times. Wait, Some did she like say that out loud? Like, did yes. she actually like say that out loud in the fuck? Okay. They need to stop. They, like anyone who says, speaks in the crowd, whether you agree with the guy or not, I think you just tell them to get the fuck out. Yeah, I've, I'm pretty quick. So a lot of times when people say ridiculous shit, I'm usually pretty quick with a comeback, and that's key. If you can do that, that's not an easy skill. But if you, you can do that, I don't know what the fuck people I do. like if if you because be, so you can look at it this way. So you got a whole bunch of people in a crowd. If okay. I make one joke that zings that guy, everybody's gonna laugh. And when everybody laughs, now it's almost like that guy has no choice but to shut the fuck up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, he's like, damn, he's right. The crowd's got his back. I should just shut the fuck up. You know what yeah. I mean? 
Yeah. That's yeah. big, but that's not an easy skill. Being quick is one of the hardest things about that job. Yeah. Because a lot of the times, yeah, like a lot of times, like as a professional comedian, say you have a whole set and it's going just as you plan it. You'll mm -hmm. do that over and over again at all your shows. But sometimes you got to be able to pivot. Some dickhead in the crowd gets offended because you made an abortion joke or whatever. You got to be able to have a quick zinger ready for him, like improv little shit. So you have your set that you had planned, but you always have run into little things where you have to be able to pivot. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when I do open mics, sometimes <clears throat> the person who is hosting will like look kind of funny in some way. And the, when I go to do the open mic, I'll start with something you know, not necessarily cutting too deep, but just like, you know, busting their balls. So it's kind of funny, you know, as an intro to the shit I have planned. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, dude. I think um, you yeah, having the comeback. It's it has. Yeah, it's a skill, man, because like like if if, if someone if, like if someone says something like I don't know what I see. The thing is, I don't understand how, what the crowd expects, but like me as a person for me. No matter what, I guess I'm always hoping that the guy is entertaining. Whoever mm -hmm. the guy or girl is entertaining. And like, if someone says something in the crowd, I'm like, my first thought is like, why would you do that? Don't interrupt the guy who's talking. You know, that's like that. But actually, let me tell you about an instance where I, it wasn't offend. Like, I guess I was kind of offended in the sense that it wasn't offensive. It was more like, so this guy, right? Uh, he he was like a he was like a Muslim dude, right? And he was like a stand-up comedian, and he was talking. And this he, he was like the last guy who actually spoke that night. It's pretty funny, dude. Not gonna lie, well, pretty funny, dude. Okay, but then like he starts making like a Jesus joke, and like when it like I'm a Christian guy, right? And, and like when you make a Jesus joke, I'm like like listen, man, like 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 calm the fuck down, dude. Like you know, like. <laughs> Like, 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 just shut the fuck up, dude. I mean, I know we're in America and I know like you guys, like a lot of people, especially a lot of Christians take it lightly here, and you guys think that there are some Christians who take it lightly, but not everybody does, you know? So it's like, no. like, like and, and especially he was not even a Christian, dude. He, he was like a Muslim guy. Like, imagine if someone said something about that or joked about it, you know? Like, it yeah, kinda, it, like, 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 so that's what I felt in the audience. But at the same time, I realized, like, at some point, I wanted to just tell them to get up and say, shut the fuck up, dude. I was actually going to be like, shut the fuck up. I wanted to get up and say that. And they would kick me out for that. And I was going to be like, you know what, whatever, fuck my money and, you know, whatever. But then I also realized that, that that's his opinion. Like, like yeah. no matter what, it's his opinion. Thank you. He is a stand-up comedian. And that day, like, it cannot, it shouldn't technically affect me. Because I'm like, man, yes. end of the day, like, I cannot really, that's not in my control, right? Everyone's going to have so many freaking opinions on this shit. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So I'm just we'll like, just... yeah. So that was just like my thing on it. But then I also understand that just that, like, you know, like, it's like, whatever it is, like, let him talk. I mean, the guy's still funny. The guy probably doesn't know what the fuck he's even doing. And, you know, a lot of people can be offensive in many other ways. Yeah. I, well, just, I think someone, so. I, well, you did the right thing because I'm telling you, dude. The right thing to do is even if you're offended, it's okay to be offended, but just do it quietly at a comedy show. You did the right thing. Like yeah. it, it's all right to be offended by what he's saying. Just don't, you know, say anything because it's not the right thing to do. You know, um, yeah, and you got to think yeah. too. Like as somebody, like again, I'm an amateur, but as somebody who's made some kind of jokes on a stage, we're just like whores, dude. You know what I mean by that? What I mean by we're whores is <laughs> we're just searching, <laughs> we're just searching for jokes. We're searching yeah. for laughs. And it's like, sometimes we're saying shit that we don't even mean. We just want people to laugh, dude. You know what I mean? It's, he doesn't necessarily, that guy might freaking secretly have no beef with Jesus at all. He was mm -hmm. trying to get some chuckles, dude. And that's what yeah. people forget. People yeah. are like, oh, it's not like we're, 
you know, on stage at the White House making an important yeah. speech. We're just trying to make people laugh. We don't even necessarily believe in half the shit we're saying. Seriously, yeah. bro. Sometimes I said shit about my grandmother. I don't even have a grandmother, dude. She's been dead for like 20 years. But it's like, if I have a grandmother in this skit, that's going to be funnier. So fuck yeah. it. Tonight, I have a grandmother. You know what I yeah. mean? I think, I, I think, uh, yeah, I think you're right, man. Like, when it comes to like some jokes, I feel like, you know, if you, you got to go, I feel if you go with like an open mind in a sense that like, when you're entering a comedy show, just think that you're, you're not, there's no serious talk there. Like, I think that's the science where you gotta yes. go. Like, look, look, no matter what, dude, no fucking serious talk over that. That's not happening. Nope. It's, it's not gonna happen. You know? Like, dude, the people making, like, sugar, sugar daddy jokes over there, dude. That's pretty, like, that's pretty funny. You know? End of the day, like, no, nobody, like, once you leave the comedy show, nobody cares at that point. Like, everyone's dude. in their own lives after that. So. It's supposed to be an escape. You go to a comedy show, bro, to escape from all the serious bullshit that you deal with day to day, that makes you hate your fucking life. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're supposed to escape all that yeah. and chuckle. If the guy yeah. says something and it may be against what you believe in, who the fuck cares? Yeah. Just ignore it. He's just saying it to get laughs. He might not even believe in it, like I told you. You know yeah. what I mean? I think and, that's um, a good point. Actually, you know yes. what? That that's that's a very good point, man. Because honestly, yes, I think it's like, just for laughs. Yeah, yeah. It's just for laughs. Like, uh, no matter what Work. opinions you have over there, whatever it is, just like he's yeah. he's just another he's just another he's just another dude or just yeah we're dude we're desperate we're on yeah. stage you gotta understand when you get on stage there's a desperation there's a thought in the back of your mind like shit i can't let it get quiet out there and when you have that sometimes you say crazy shit you don't even mean because you're just trying to keep it going yeah man you know? yeah yeah and, but yeah that's that's yeah. absolutely right man that's yeah absolutely right I, and I was going to say, well, I didn't mean to cut you off, I'm sorry, one more thing. I was going to um, comment on the uh, abortion joke thing. The tough thing with jokes like that is a lot of times, as crazy as it sounds, it all depends on the region you're in. This girl's in New York City, dude, where a lot of people are against abortion. Like a that's lot of people, that's does. the biggest thing. That's you got to think you're a demographic, man. bro. She, if she was in Detroit, they would be like, yeah, fuck that, kids suck. You know what I mean? But she wasn't in Detroit. Dude, I, I she think... was in yeah but she's from the city though like you know and I, I, maybe she was aware of it but again i guess she took a shot that's yeah. the way i took but you know what end of the day like again nobody cares dude like i mean she took a shot she was still funny in some way you know like at least she's still at least her bait her and her, her initially it was fine but yeah. i thought she was pretty like I, th I think i still thought she was pretty good uh, like but some of them like some stand-up comedians like i feel like <laughs> They right. They they run a joke for too long. Like there was one guy that came and dude, not a single person left at oof, oof. I, 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 I don't even like, like to think about that. And he was he was like he was younger than me, dude. He was like twenty five years old or something. I'm like, oh, okay. But you know what? I'm still gonna like whatever it is, dude. These guys are all a lot of them are probably new or probably amateur. I don't know. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, w uh, so so I know we went a lot away from like uh, i guess your starting point and you're talking about like getting a lot of nervousness and stuff like that so how did you get past that and, and what was it like to i guess to, to walk us through that whole thing well dude it's just a little thing i like to call five sigh and that's fuck it send it you know what i mean by that dude it yeah. hurt and i was nervous and like fucking six people one of my biggest pet peeves i can't stand it when you're about to do something profound and someone says to you, don't fuck it up. I can't stand that. It's like one of my biggest bad peeves. That's just like yeah, now. The, I, and, and some people were saying that. It's not like I was offended, but it's like, ah, I hate when people say that. It's like, but don't people, say anything right now. Let me just go do my thing. And yeah, bro. Let's figure it out, you know? 
And, like, you know, the best you guys, can say is like all the best, man, or whatever. Yeah, don't even say if you, like, don't even say that. Like, yeah, yeah, just positivity, bro. But like, people are like, hopefully you don't bomb. Like, they're just kidding around. But at the same time, I didn't let it get in my head. Like, because that's what they're trying to do. I ignored it, bro, and I went oh, out yeah, there. Man. That's what to you be honest do. with you, bro. My, my first time, I did pretty good. They say that's a sign of somebody who maybe has a future in the biz. So I'm hoping for the best. I'm gonna keep working hard. Um, no way, but my man. first, you gotta, you my gotta send me the link. Uh, I, I see only snippets of your stuff. I want to see mm-hmm. the link, and hopefully, whoever listens to this will also see that link. So, yes, I like that, bro. I like yeah. that. If you're in the yeah. Saratoga area, every uh, Saturday at 10 p.m., there's an open mic. I'm just saying. You gotta invite <laughs> me to that, man. Can Can anyone just come? Yeah, anybody can come, dude. I think awesome. you gotta be 21. You gotta be 21, and you have to buy one drink. Uh, oh but yeah, that's, that's, every, that's that's everywhere, dude. That's everywhere. Yeah. But yeah, all right. So. Th- Tell us about your first experience, actually. You said that you killed it, but I want to know, like, what was that like? I was shaking, dude. I swear to God, I was shaking walking the stage. When you're in a comedy club for an open mic, it's pitch black in there, except for the stage. So when you, the first time you step on stage, I didn't see this coming. You're going from pitch black to these, like, like gleaming lights right on your eyeballs. So I'm walking on the stage looking like this. Everybody thought I was like a Chinese man, probably. They're like, oh, this <laughs> is that is that Ken Jong? I didn't know Ken Jong was performing tonight. <laughs> oh my god, dude, that's fucking hilarious, dude. But uh, so I got on stage and uh, I improv probably half of that because your first time up, you're so nervous that you have shit written, but the odds are you're not going to be able to think of it all because your mind's just rambling up there. I'm still getting used to like looking at a crowd of mad people looking at me. Um, that crowd wasn't huge. It was probably only like 20 something people. It was like a small crowd, mm-hmm. but, uh, I did well, dude. Um, I just, like I said, I, even though part of it was improv based off of nerves, like even the improv shit did. Okay. Cause I'm just, like I said, you gotta be quick, man. That's the key. You know, did you have any, uh, any moments where someone tried to like, like said something and you had to like, you know, combat that shit. Or I guess, I guess throughout the whole comedy career so far. Um, it's happened numerous times that night. No, that night I was actually pretty lucky. The crowd was pretty generous. I think that night, but, uh, okay. no, nobody that night. It was very supportive. I was lucky dude. Cause I've heard some horror stories of, uh, like I said, amateur comics trying to do their first open mic and having to be like straight drunk people, like staying crazy shit. So I got pretty lucky. I think actually. Yeah, man. I'm glad, dude. I'm glad. I'm glad. That's yeah. awesome, dude. And that's awesome. Yeah. So. I it's guess. my passing, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, I so do you do this every night at Saratoga? Every Saturday night at Saratoga? Every Friday night in Saratoga. Um, I got to start doing more open mics. You know, I've just been doing open mics pretty much there. Um, but I got to do a couple nights a week. A lot of comics that like make it do like four or five a week. That's a little too much for me with how much I work. But I like to do at least two a week. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, what like 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 if someone had to okay, uh, like in your opinion, if someone was like trying to get into the space of like i would say into comedy or i guess stand-up comedy what would be like your advice to them like like what was the thing that you would ask them to like uh be aware of if they wanted to get in that space um one thing i would definitely say is you gotta find you gotta push yourself that's like the biggest key and again i'm just i'm still newer at this whole thing myself but that's one thing there's nights where you're like tired and you don't want to do it there's nights where you're like anxious or you're whatever and you don't want to do it but you got to force yourself to do it and that's the only way you're ever going to get better at it and it's a long road to getting like really good so it's it's a process but that's what i would say the biggest thing you can do is push yourself because you're gonna have you know the the voice in your head that's like you can't do this but you got to battle through it homie it's a key that's awesome, man. That's super. That's oh, super yeah. awesome, dude. I'm so I'm I'm so glad that you 
you talked about that because I think a lot of people who want to get into this stuff, they do feel it, it is nerve-wracking, man. And some people think they're going to be funny or whatever. It's it's crazy. Um, but I think, yeah, you got to push it. And, and I think practice is important. And the only way you practice is going to, like, I guess, open mic nights or, you know, stuff like that. I yeah, that's it. That's how yeah. you start. That's that's like the, the gateway to this biz. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, and I'll, and one more thing too, I was gonna say I didn't uh, mention is sometimes when I'm sitting in the crowd, even now, even more so my first time, but when I'm sitting in the crowd, I can literally feel my heart like beating out of my chest. It's crazy. <laughs> sometimes, dude. Sometimes to your mouth's like a little cottony, and you're like, "Fuck!" Like I need water. <laughs> like give me yeah. water. <laughs> the waitress is like taking her sweet time, and you're like, "I'm gonna fucking die. Please give me some water." That's crazy, Jesus. man. Dude, did you ever do... Uh, I think you said... Did you ever try it in New York City? Or are you planning to go there to probably get... Uh, maybe try to do a stand-up comedy over there? Yeah, you have popular. to. Yeah. That's like the Hollywood. What Hollywood is to acting, New York City is to comedy. There's like comedy clubs on every corner. And that's where like famous comics just pop in sometimes, which is pretty sick. Like you'll randomly see... Chris Rock or Kevin Hart or any of those guys, if they're gonna make a pop in, it's gonna be in like LA or New York City. Oh yeah, New York City. But I think it's New York City more. It's more New York City because I think that's the right space for it. I think even in Hollywood in general. But yeah, yeah. D- did you do any of the stuff like in Florida? Like I don't know. You told me a lot of your Florida stories, man. But like <laughs> South Florida is a different country, dude. In my mind. <laughs> <laughs> seriously man that's like it's a jungle out there dude in south florida holy shit yeah dude your travel stories like uh, you, you you had a solo trip to florida right that's what you told me oh uh, i took a solo cruise homie that's some gangster shit not everybody's down for a solo cruise well i was supposed to have two friends come with me and last minute they like we, were you know oh yeah actually tell us about that story. you guys this is like the best one of the best stories i think i've heard when he was cutting my hair like about a solo trip to florida <laughs> um like honestly, that's kind of inspiring me to take a solo trip to Florida. Dude, you should, bro. I'm telling you. Listen, like I, I told you when you came in, if you're the type of person that's social and like, uh, like you're easy, you know, you easily mingle with random people, it can be a blast going to uh, any kind of trip like that by yourself. I know it sounds nuts, but it's like, dude, you're on your own schedule, and if, like I said, if you're the social type, you'll meet a hundred people. Towards the end of the cruise, it was like annoying. I like just kept running into people I know, and it was like, "Eh, what's up?" And I was like, "Shit, dude!" Like I'm trying yeah. to eat some breakfast. <laughs> what? what, what <laughs> so, like I had fans on the cruise, dude. I was about to start signing autographs and shit. Oh my god, <laughs> man. that's that's pretty solid, dude. That's pretty solid. Like a solo trip because you know the thing about solo trips. I feel like I think any everyone needs to do it. I think it's something that like everybody whenever they plan something, usually they plan with friends or family, but nobody talks a lot about solo trips. No, dude, uh, it's underrated. Solo trips are underrated. It's really underrated. I, I've never really experienced one where you go and meet random people. But, but, but okay, but hear me out though. Like, the thing is that you gotta have the person, like, you know, you have the personality where you can go and talk to everyone. You can talk to anyone. You can introduce yourself like this, and it's, it's pretty, it comes easy. But I think a lot of people don't have that. Or even if they do, like, imagine going to a new state or maybe a new country. Like, how do you do that? Actually, yeah, how do you do that? Like, what was I mean, your whole thing? I mean, I know you have that thing, but like, what was like the first thing that you actually did when you went on a solo trip? Besides booking so, the hotel and stuff or whatever the fuck. Yeah, so uh, the first thing I did was I just went to my room and I was pretty... Sad. Cruise, I don't know, have you ever been on a cruise? Mm, nah, bro. <laughs> I want to. 
Oh, okay. Well, dude, the crew's rooms are like similar to a prison cell in Sing Sing prison. They're like so shitty and small. The bathroom is like you gotta like put your legs a certain way to take a shit in the bathroom. Oh, like, are you serious, it's, dude? Yeah. It's like it's like an airport bathroom, dude, is what your fucking whole room feels like. It's that, not that good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. Um, but so I went to my tiny ass depressing room on the bottom floor. Like where they keep the staff, I'm pretty sure. And because uh, I was, you know, once my friends backed out, I like changed the uh, booking. Yeah, yeah. I was like, if my friends are going to back out or need anything extravagant. So I got this little turd room that's like a closet and uh, dropped my bags off there. And I, I think I went and got some food and then I went straight to the bar. I got pretty twisted on that cruise. Like, you know, even for a social person like me, if you're going to have a whole trip like that by yourself, I was like, I'm going to have to get kind of drunk. You know what I mean? That helps for some people. It does. It does. It does. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I got, I got a little loose. I'm out on the deck, um, just hanging out, drinking and stuff like that. It was, you know, the cruise ship had just left. And all of a sudden I met a couple of random chicks. It was crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, it really yeah. was. Yeah. yeah. It was nuts. Um, like it was one of those things where like when it happened, I I didn't expect, I didn't think anybody was going to believe it. Like I ended yeah. up kind of like hanging out with uh, one of the girls. This was years ago. I think it was like 20. I don't even know. I was younger. I was a lot younger, but um, I remember I actually took a picture of her in my bed that night. Cause I was like, nobody's going to believe this shit. And I like showed everybody at work. I was working at a different barbershop at the time. And I was like, none of these broads that work there are going to believe this. I actually took a picture of her in my bed. Dude, it was ridiculous. Okay. Oh like God, I said, I was fine. younger. I was okay. younger. I got to obviously have a girlfriend now that I love yeah. and shit like that. But in my younger days, on a solo cruise, shit's bound to get weird. Right. You know, well, dude, but you know, but I, that was like so unplanned, though, because you planned to go with your friends and then that didn't work out. But it, I guess they're not going to be better for you. <laughs> dude, it really does. Dude, it's like I was saying before, man, when you go to on any kind of trip like that, I feel like you always miss out on one or two things you were hoping to see. And it's always because of somebody else's schedule. Yeah. Somebody else is like, oh, no, I want to do this instead. And you're like, oh, I guess I'll skip that thing I was looking forward to. I didn't have any of that. I did whatever the hell I wanted. And, you know, I think just being able to do that had me in an extra good mood on the cruise. So I was like even more social. It was just an awesome, it was an awesome trip. It really was. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I think uh, a solo trip is pretty important. So guys, if you're listening to this, just know that you guys, if you... At some point in your life, definitely plan a solo trip, including myself. I'm gonna fucking do one next year, dude. Dude, it sounds shitty, and then you do it, and you're like, Fuck, dude, I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Like right now, the trip. way I see myself planning a trip, it's like, okay, I gotta. Go. Let's say if I'm gonna fly, it's like, okay, I book a ticket, I book a hotel room or Airbnb, I drop my bags off, and my thing is like, now what? You know, <laughs> you know. No, like, you think. What? But that's how it is when you think of it ahead of time. When you think of shit like that ahead of time, especially you, you're like an educated cat. You're not an idiot. You're a smart dude. So you start thinking about all these little things you're going to have to do. But I'm telling you, when you're there, a lot of that goes away. I feel like, like you shouldn't you just, plan this stuff. I feel like you just yes, gotta do it. Yes, exactly. You're like yeah. intelligent. I'm an idiot, so I do shit the idiot way. But you're <laughs> smart, so you like <laughs> you like think shit through. I'm more of a moron. Some and sometimes being a moron pays off on vacation. It does. Yeah, man. Totally. You, you can't you can't be smart about everything, dude. You gotta yeah. you gotta you gotta so, play it cool. So, dude, I was telling you about the chick I met on the cruise ship there. So when yeah. you when you book a cruise and you're gonna go on a cruise one day, so you will know what I'm talking about. When you go on a cruise. You are assigned a table at like a fancy restaurant every night. It's part of the price of the cruise. But the only thing is, like, I was supposed to have three people sitting at the table. Now it's just me. That's actually depressing as shit. <laughs> Let's be honest. So 
what I did is like when I met that girl, I, I like hung out with some of her friends too. And I actually ate with them at the dinner table every night. Like, it, like that worked out so good. Like I could have had such a weird, depressing, like crying into my soup moment, you know, in the dining room. But instead I met these random chicks. I'm telling you, everybody should do a solo trip. Guys, if you made it to the end of this podcast, thank you all for listening. And uh, I definitely hope to post a lot more in the future with content. But <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. Uh, and, and again, thank you so much, Anthony. For, thank uh, you for having me, bro. You're my hero. Keep my up G- the good work. Keep up the good lot, work, man. my G. I appreciate, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. And I, 